Hey there, welcome to the YouTube show. I'm enjoying this. Um, we can talk about YouTube stuff and also some other current events. I'm Chris Pugh. Got Craig Schaup with us and Joe Castle. Craig, how are you doing? I can't complain. You know, it's Wednesday night. Um, the week's almost over, so I'm, I'm doing good. How are you guys doing? Well, I could complain, but I'm not going. So there. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, Joe is doing this show from Tennessee. That's where he lives. It's all good. And he's an hour ahead, earlier. So it's six. Yeah, it's like six or nine, Joe Land. So. We'll tell you what happens in the future, Joe. Yes, I yes. I feel, I feel so behind. <laughs> Not much better. It's the same. Literally behind the times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same stuff, different day. <laughs> I, I, I've tried that humor on family sometimes. It doesn't always work. I think the first time I got a laugh, and the next 50 times they are like, oh, geez, shop. Keep, keep so. hammering at it. You don't need that negativity in your life. <laughs> so um, here we talk about YouTube videos, and it doesn't always have to be – a YouTuber could be a TV show, um, a music video. I'm excited to share a few uh, one of the things we're going to vote on later. Um, but yeah, just it gives a chance to talk about pop culture and talk about some ridiculous videos from time to time. Um, we're kind of building a little bit of a YouTube click uh, or uh, lately, and uh, it continues this week. Mr. Beast, and I got to tell you, I'm I'm old. I'm in my mid forties. And when I first heard about Mr. Beast, I'm like, is this some, like, I, I thought it was some, like, kind of crazy, like, you know, Craig and I were talking about a new version of TikTok on a segment that is going to come out soon. I, I thought it was going to be some weird, like, guy with a beast costume on or something. But it's a normal schlub, um, like you or me. I don't know. I got a lot of thoughts about Mr. Beast, but what was your first, uh, Craig, we'll start with you. What was your first take on Mr. Beast when you, you saw what was? Was it different than when you thought it might be? I didn't really know what to expect. I, I kind of feel like maybe you shouldn't expect too much of a, a more serious venture than what we had with uh, Good Mythical Morning, given that they're, you know, the video that we're watching is them going through the same drive through a thousand times. Um, but yeah, I, I didn't know what to, you know, how it would play out. I, I wondered if it was going to get a little tiresome after a while. Uh, going through a thousand times, but they they were creative and trying to, you know, try to change it up a little bit. You know, going in backwards or you know walking up there or whatever. And you know, at the end of the day, too, what I liked most about it was that they they didn't just like get the food and throw it away or anything like that. They were giving it to people and donating it, whatever you want to call it. Um, so at the end of the day, it was it was a little bit better than I expected because I didn't know if it was just people going to get food and then just tossing it or whatever. They, they actually did, you know, use it to their advantage. And I applaud them for that. Joe, we could look like Mr. Beast. I mean, he, Mr. Beast is this schlubby guy. I mean, uh, he definitely wouldn't contend for a sexist man in the world. I, I would imagine. He's no Paul Rudd. That's the no right guy. I mean, <laughs> Who could we be like keep, Paul we Rudd? Keep getting, we keep getting into that, Chris. We, you know, we keep <laughs> getting into the Paul Rudd stuff here, man. Can't wait to the Sewers podcast where it's been a half hour avoiding <laughs> Sewers and talking about Paul Rudd. I'm, I'm sure that'll work out. <laughs> yeah. But um, no, but, but I guess what I'm saying is he's an average guy. I mean, he's not the most charismatic guy in the world, and he's not the most boring guy. I mean, did that surprise you seeing the way he looked like? I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I, maybe I'm more infatuated with stuff like that. 
I, I mean, Joe, I guess what I'm asking is, were you surprised at how Mr. Beast looked? Like, um, you know, not really. Uh, you know, it. He, I mean, he comes from a from a business and philanthropy background. You know, so I, I guess I'm I'm not surprised that he looks more like a, a Bill Gatesy dude than a. I don't know, um, Bill Scarborough, right. dude. I'm trying to think. Of, I'm trying to come up with something yeah. like that. But Paul, you know, Paul Rudd. Yeah, there you no, definitely no Paul <laughs> Rudd right now. But again, who could be? But you know, I mean, he's he's done he's done a lot of a lot of you know philanthropy and things like that. So it doesn't really surprise me that yeah, as you said, if, I, you know, if if it wasn't for the well, people wouldn't know, you know, if you don't watch his videos met him on the street you just think it's a guy on the street you know what i mean you wouldn't think it's somebody with millions of youtube followers who's given away all this stuff and raised 23 million dollars for the arbor day foundation and stuff like that you know he's he's uh he does good works while he's doing goofy things like driving through a hardy's drive through a thousand times in a day <laughs> well and the thing that blows me away and i gotta do more research about this Mr. Beast on YouTube. I mean, we talked about, hey, Good Mythical Morning. We talked about that last time. 1.7 million subscribers. Guys, Mr. Beast, 75.1 million subscribers. Yeah. yeah. Which is insane. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I, yeah, the research I want to do is, um, and Joe, I think we mentioned Sia a week or two ago. Uh, we had Brooks Holt, who his stick is, he used to be a drummer for Rock Band. And now he's going. Um, he lives in Nashville, actually. Um, Joe, you might live right by him. Who knows? But this guy is actually going around playing miniature golf with his girlfriend, and he has what was it like hundred thousand subscribers, Craig, something like that, no, at least. Uh, yeah. And you know, we were like, "All right, so what are you doing? Like, are you you know working a newspaper? You know, what's your gig?" He's like, "Hey." I'm good. So I'm thinking, and I don't know if Brooks Holt had money beforehand or whatever the case might be, but I think my broader point is what I'm saying is if somebody who has 100,000 followers on YouTube is in pretty good shape money-wise from the money he gets from YouTube as a thing, I'm sure if you got 75.1 million subscribers on YouTube, you're probably making really decent money is my guess. Yeah, I mean, isn't, isn't that the... Uh... You know, for the longest time, that's been their model. You know, the more subscribers you got, the more views you got, the more pay you're going to get. Oh yeah. So once you once you get up close to a hundred, hundred million, a hundred million people, you know, that's that's he's closing in on that now. He was north of seventy five. Yeah. That's well, a lot. Well, one hundred thirty two million views on that drive through. By the way, one hundred thirty two million views on the drive through. Post. <laughs> is there any research on if you guys could help me uh, do research to talk about this? Any estimate of what he makes per year? I and mean, with that many subscribers, now he, he gives away money. I'm not, you know, right. trying to say he's a, a horrifying guy, but I mean, I don't know if they release that figures or not. But I mean, you've got to. I mean, it's got to be more than a million here, I'm thinking. Well, this is CelebrityNetWorth.com. Take that for what you will. Right. Uh, anticipates that 
well, this is from an analytics service called Social Blade, that Mr. Beast makes a minimum, minimum of $3 million per month from oh, YouTube yeah. ads alone. Now, yeah. now again, <laughs> come on. He can buy have, Well, he's got to be up in the top five. I Again, should have done this research before if you guys can see it. I mean, not everyone has 75.1 million subscribers. I mean, that's that's almost to LeBron, you know, Trump, Obama levels. I mean, I mean, it's not, you know, just say, like, good mythical morning, bravo, this guy's of 1.7, but, I mean, 75.1 million, it's just, oh, wow. So this, this is what, from insider.com, this is from 2020, December of 2020. According to Forbes, Mr. Beast, who at that time had 47.8 million subscribers, made $24 million just that year. Yeah. Now, to his credit, there's other YouTube people that don't give away money. And I just want to give you guys background or somebody listening saying, who the heck is this Mr. Beast guy? He built up his following with videos like this. A thousand times through a drive-through and other stuff. There is some entertaining videos where, like, he gets buried underground for fifty hours. Now they do things to keep him alive. It's not scary. So he does these crazy videos. But then the more subscribers he gets, the more money he's getting. He has given a ton of it away. Uh, we talked about the philanthropy. Uh, Arbor Day was a big thing he did. I told you guys last week he was on Kimmel a couple weeks ago. <laughs> talking about he's trying to raise money, clean up the seas and everything. So this guy isn't just taking all his money, going home and playing video games all day. I mean, he's I mean, he's donating it back. Um, he's got some videos and you guys, this will be interesting. He looks at these guys who are doing these podcasts or Twitch streams, have no followers, like nobody's following him on Twitter or anything, and he'll just drop in $10,000 into their accounts and everything. So I wish we had no followers. I want Mr. B saying to me at 10,000 a year. Uh, we're not at that point. I'll put it that way. But what I'm saying is the guy, I mean, he's giving away tons of money. I mean, good night. If I give you 50 bucks, I'm like, man, that's probably more than I've given to anybody for a while. Good for me. But, I mean, he's dropping in thousands of dollars. So it's kind of – I'm intrigued by it. Um, the one thing, and I don't know if you guys watch any other Mr. B's videos – he has uh, kind of a little posse with him, some friends of his. Yeah. They seem younger than he is. Uh, there was one guy, I don't remember if he was on the fast food video. There's a guy that looks like 14 or 15, but they have guys in. They're in a lot of his videos, and a lot of the competition videos, they compete against other people. So his right. posse has won a house for Mr. Deeds or a million dollars once and everything. So it, it, it's kind of a, a crazy setup. So I'm Would you guessing, try to be his best friend? Well, are these guys <laughs> I try to be his best friend, too. <laughs> well, I'm kind of wondering if these guys are full-time with him. I mean, yeah. you well, know. Full-time wages. Yeah, I mean, even in the prizes alone. I'm sure if, you know, he's taking places, he's probably paying him a little bit to hang out in these videos. I mean, you know, hey, we all like our jobs, but maybe we missed this of Mr. Beast. <laughs> We, we went into the wrong profession, well, I, you know, profession, whatever you want to call it. I mean, the, I, I see the one here. I ordered a pizza and tipped the house. Yeah. He tipped the pizza delivery driver a home 
like where you live. There was one video where he bought a car dealership, and when people came in, he handed out keys. You know, they're like, "Oh, I want to check out this car." I'm like, "Great, here you go." Hand the keys and say, "Okay, drive off with it." Well, we can't come back. Oh no, just drive off with it. He had one where they, um, they intentionally like they put a flat in their car, like they slashed the tires. And the first person to come and help him out, they give him the car. So a, a very charitable guy. And it's interesting. I mean, Craig, you noticed this. I, I mean, so if you're stumbling across YouTube videos, you might be like, oh, wow, I, he tipped the house. I want to see that. I mean, that's interesting. Yeah. Right. Joe, we, we talk at work about interesting headlines. I mean, that's an interesting headline. Oh, that? yeah, absolutely. He, he, knows, he seems to know how to, to kind of – create these these subjects that are i mean it's you know going through a drive through a thousand times tipping the pizza delivery guy the house buying the car dealership and giving away cars it's it's like a it's certainly there's a hook there for his content to like you know if you're not necessarily interested in some you know some guy and his and his crew of of you know you know compadres who are like here's what we're going to do we're going to do these kind of sort of crazy goofy stunts um well it makes him interesting enough to pull in maybe a little bit more than you think would be his typical audience you know well and you know craig's saying here once that the guy is making three million a month and adds lunch obviously there's other revenue sources he could take advantage of i mean he's got merch shop where he's selling stuff he's got and this was interesting Mr. Beast Burgers. Mm-hmm. So apparently he has his own restaurant. And I'm sitting here like, what kind of foolhardy scam is this? <laughs> but you know, I saw, I mean, I live here in the east side of Columbus, and there's a big mall close to where I live. And they there's either a Mr. Beast food truck or a small restaurant where they're serving the burgers. I mean, I was shocked. I mean, I, I got to go check it out or something. I mean, so, I mean, this isn't just... Some weird, you know, shell game restaurant he's laundering money for. I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, mean there's like, I mean, I haven't, I haven't seen one, but then when I found out that he's got like a thousand locations in the United States and Europe, yeah. I'm like, why haven't I seen one? I should have <laughs> seen one by now. <laughs> I mean, it's not McDonald's. I mean, he's not like Ray Kroc or anything, but then on the other hand, I mean, he's, I, I mean, this isn't like, Okay, I made a sandwich upstairs. That's my restaurant. No, I mean, like Joe said, a thousand locations. It's just crazy. So, yeah, yeah. And, and, you know, I always wondered too, we talk about how our whole media landscape has changed. Okay, hey, you know, yeah, we're investing in this podcast, but we have microphones and we have an internet connection. You, You can have a podcast if you do that. Well, it used to be, hey, you know, the grand goal is like to be on a radio station well you know if a podcast is well enough you don't need to be on radio um i think i was craig you and i were talking about mr beast a couple weeks back where i was like well shouldn't some network pick up mr beast you know he can do like little half hour shows here and there but to be honest if you're making three million a month on youtube and do whatever the heck you want you don't need nbc or fox or cbs or whatever you're good well, and again, that's just through the ads. That's that I don't yeah. even think that accounts for the number of views, which when you're getting 41 million views on a five minute video of cleaning the world's dirtiest beach, 
I can't even imagine how much more money he sees. And that's a five minute video right. that you don't have to do all the bells and whistles of planning and, and shooting different things like you would if you had a show on NBC or Fox. You can make a five minute video and get more viewers than any show that any of the networks have on for an entire season combined. Yeah. And, you know, and, and that doesn't include the income from his thousand location burger yeah. chain. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, I would take a thousand. Uh, hey, you know, you can quit your day day job, Joe. We want you to take this other day job managing yeah. a thousand location burger delivery. Ch- okay. That sounds like, especially for me, burgers. Heck yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's, there's, uh, you know, he's clearly spun this. Up. And, you know, if, if you, how much would you have to make per episode, even if you had a show that, you know, ran 22 episodes in a season now, which no. they don't, <laughs> you know, geez, how much would he have to get paid per episode to make the equivalent of 3 million a year or 3 million a month right. in ad revenue alone? Yeah. I'd, and, I'd stick with what I got. <laughs> and if YouTube goes belly up tomorrow or if they change the rules where you can't make money off YouTube videos, as Joe said, you know, you got the restaurant. It's not like, like, I kind of wonder about that with YouTubers. Yeah, there's a ton of money to be made out there, but if YouTube ever goes away or somebody hacks into it or whatever, you know, it could be curtains for some people, but, you know, I guess he's covered, so. Yeah, I I, mean, this is perfect, a perfect model of taking advantage of the situation You've got YouTube. You and he, you know, he's built it up too. He's built up his audience. He's built up his subscriber base. He's giving back. He's got the Mr. Beast burgers, which, by the way, the they look really good. I'm on their website looking at just because it's like, okay, what kind of a place is this? Well, they look really good. I mean, this guy. I mean, you know, you always wonder about those those quick faded stars of social media popularity. I mean, when you got this many subscribers and people watch that many people watching videos, you know, because we talked about Brooks Holt, the mini golfer, he's got 200,000 viewer uh, subscribers, but normally, you know, he might get 30, 40,000 views on a video. I mean, this guy is getting into the multi-million video views for a five minute video of cleaning a beach. I mean, this guy has completely monetized the game in all the best ways and he's giving back. It's a pretty cool thing. And, yeah, and, and you know, I, I'm like, it's interesting. I, I don't know. I mean, he's definitely not um, Good Mythical Morning prolific. He's not doing one each day. I'm oh. looking through. I, I got YouTube up on my big screen here. It looks like maybe one every two, three weeks or so, maybe. Yeah. He's um, not even having to post every day because he he doesn't have to. You're getting right? 40 million viewers. Right. I mean, even if he takes a precipitous drop, what's he going to get? Two, three million viewers? Then I mean, that still crushes a lot of people, and yeah. probably would still allow him to make three million dollars a year or more, or three million dollars a month on ads and other revenue streams. I mean, you know, he doesn't have to do an everyday thing. Not that people do or don't. It's just he's made it to where he can work once a week or once a month or whatever he wants to do on these anyway. Well, and to his credit too. Okay. Look, we got this, this YouTube show. We got the three of us. It's great. What if it took off and let's say in six months we have 10 billion followers. Yeah. I don't kick any of you guys to the curb, but we sit there and say, 
wow, maybe we bring in a celebrity. You know, maybe we have a four panel. Well, you know, you look at somebody like the Mr. Beast guy with the money he's making everything. You start sitting there and say, and I, Jack Black was one, on one of his shows once, and um, the Joey Chestnut, um, he had some eating competition, Joey Chestnut appeared on, which they are bigger names. They're not A-list celebrities. But, I mean, to Mr. Beast's credit, with 70, you know, some million followers, you get to the point where maybe you say, hey, so screw you, you know, friends of mine. You know, I want Jack Black in all my episodes. I'm sure you can pay Jack Black more what Black, you know, Black's been paid now. But, you know, hey, to his credit, he still has got the goofy friends he's got on all those. And, yeah, I mean, I think those who like Mr. Beast like the friends too, but he's got to suck around with his crew, even for as big as he's gotten. Well, and, and also on a side note, this is mostly for Joe, but you've got one pretty close to you in Murfreesboro. I yell yeah, and well, there's actually one. I just I looked it up. There's okay. one not far from our target <laughs> that we there shop at regularly. I'm like, wow. I was like, why haven't I seen one? Apparently, I've just not been looking. Yeah, I guess I've it, been driving past that. Like, uh, well, I'm. I'm. It. It looks like it's. It could be a standalone or it could be an addition to a restaurant. It looks like okay. they also call it a virtual restaurant where that, you know, it's available for delivery. And then apparently some of them are available for, for takeout too, which is the one that I'm considering. It's burrito night though. I got to fix burritos, but I'm like, Oh no, I could go pick up on Donaldson pipe. <laughs> well, and obviously tomorrow morning is McMuffin morning because I'm getting up early so I can get that out of the way before I start work. <laughs> I, I don't know if Joe can take advantage. Joe starts at seven, but it's really na six natural time, so maybe Joe can't take advantage. But I'll eat a McMuffin for you, Joe. Uh, it'll be good. Um, uh, uh, solidarity. Yeah. Eat some Mr. Beast burgers <laughs> for us, Joe, because now I, now I can't wait. Well, I'm going to be in Tennessee this week uh, looking at some places, so – Right. I almost feel like I need to make the trip down the down a little bit more south here and, and maybe get some. They look, I mean, you look at the pictures on their website; those burgers look fantastic. They really do, man. I'm <laughs> I'm kind of sold. I mean, the chicken sandwiches look good. I mean, holy crap! They do a Nashville hot chicken sandwich. Maybe yeah. that's just specific to Nashville. I don't know, but I'm. I mean, you can't try it. You might turn a you know a, a vegetarian a meat eater looking at those pictures. Those are some nice looking burgers. Where else are you seeing Mr. Beast in Ohio, Craig? Not in Ohio, in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Right, but but what locations do they have in Ohio? Are you seeing anything? Uh, well, let me let me take a look here because I I didn't really uh, I I wasn't really thinking about it. I was I was thinking since they don't have a lot of locations, maybe they're you know in a different area or something. But let me uh, let me see if we can find. I want to make Ohio. sure. I want to make sure I, I've got my location right. Because I think maybe we could go through the Mr. Beast Burger line like a hundred thousand times or something. <laughs> That's a good well, idea. Well, that wouldn't work though because I would I'd, I wouldn't get like a bottle of water. I'd be like, no, another combo, please. Keep them coming. <laughs> right, right. Well, well, the burgers are a little bit more expensive, so I'm well, not sure. Okay, Chris. You know you are you're you're in luck, Chris. There's one at Polaris, and then there's one at Morse Crossing in Columbus. Well, I'm seeing this, and this is ridiculous because I, I'm with you guys. Maybe I haven't seen them, but, yeah, I'm actually seeing – I'm on the map here. 
And in my driving area, like probably 15 minutes away, I'm seeing six. Oh, okay. I didn't see. I just, put lo- I just put locations and I put Ohio in. Um, okay, yeah, there's West Lane Avenue at Ohio State University. There's Woody Hayes Drive in Columbus. Oh, yeah. Athens, looks like Ohio University has one in Athens. So if anybody ever had a reason to go to Ohio U, there you go. Uh, <laughs> not for, you know, not educationally, but maybe to get a Mr. Beast Burger. I would, I would nope. never go to Ohio U, but maybe there I would. For Mr. Don't Beast add us, Bobcats. Don't add us. <laughs> Please. I don't care. I'm a Bowling Green Falcon. <laughs> Why haven't we seen this? Because I'm looking... Know. I've never heard of it until you mentioned that they had one. Well, I'm yeah. guessing part of the part of the reason might be. I mean, he, they, they it's it's clearly a, a function of his of his YouTube uh, fame right. and 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 fortune because it. I mean, the, the chain's only been around like a, a year. year or something. Isn't it? I mean, like almost a year to the day. We're two. Oh, that's okay. funny. We're two days two days shy. We didn't plan it, although we should have. We're two days shy of their of their one year anniversary. So, oh. uh, you know, and apparently they've had a pretty successful rollout. I can't imagine they would have hit a thousand locations without that's, it. So that's quite explosive a rollout there to be able right? to have a thousand locations in a year. Well, I mean, I'm, Mr. Beastburger, feel free to send us some samples. Um, you know, I, I would I would be more than willing to drive down to Columbus right now to get some burgers. But uh, you well, know, if you want to celebrate one year with the Ohio win, you Craig, know. there's five locations in the Cleveland area. Now oh. I know, um, and I looked in Dayton. There's like three locations. Another big Ohio City. Um, okay. There's like two or three in the Cincinnati area. One's in Kentucky, like right over the river. Okay. So yeah, they're all over Ohio. It's wow. not like you have to drive someplace specific too. Wow. What am I doing here? I could have maybe uh, you know. Obviously, we're going to be driving to Tennessee here on uh, Thursday night. Maybe yeah. Maybe on the on the way down or something, or maybe on the way back home or something. We can stop. We have to go through Dayton anyway. So, I mean, well, it sounds like road burgers to me or something. Yeah. 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 yeah, I'm probably a ten minute drive from the. I'm probably a ten minute drive to one right now. So yeah, that's about what I'm looking at, Chris. <laughs> yeah, well, one of maybe these fifteen. Days gonna, one of these but days, I, we're all going to have to do a um, our review of Mr. Beast Burger. We have to try yeah. it, and then we can discuss yes. our thoughts on on Mr. Beast Burger. You know, whenever we get a chance to all have sampled it. And I'm sure there's a YouTube video that we can refer to so we keep the branding for a YouTube show. Like, I'm sure some food guy has a video out there of, hey, I ate Mr. Beast Burger, here's what I thought, or whatever. So, yeah, that's a great thing about doing a YouTube show. You can pretty much talk about anything in the world. Exactly. Any topic, yeah, there's a video for it. There's a channel, right? That's, it's we got to be somewhere. careful. There's some, there's some videos that get canceled that we don't want to do, but um, it, it, it's, it's all good. So, yeah, so... I'm captivated. Um, I'm looking through uh, the last couple uh, years of videos, but there's a lot of good stuff. Oh, yeah. So let's quickly, you know, we're, we're running a little bit short on time again. But, um, yeah, so they, the video that we picked, there's a bunch of them out there. Uh, they tried to have fun, go through a, uh, a line a thousand times. Their videos are usually about 20 minutes long. So it's a sped up process. You're not seeing each visit. But, you know, they're having fun. It's one of those things, like I told you guys before, it's an interesting headline. You see that, and you're like, oh, wow, I wonder how that's going to work out. Um, 
they had some other people go for the line too, so I think they cut corners a little bit. I don't think the Mr. Beast guy was in every trip. Um, they had some goofy stuff where they ordered like a pickle or anything, but as Joe said, um, they donated some food to a local police department and also a local school. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like they had a thousand bags just sitting in the back. Um, you know, I like it. And I think we watch all these videos for weird purposes, but you know, if I'm sitting here at work uh, it's something that I could have on the background where I don't have to focus on it. I can right. kind of have this background noise. Right. Right. And maybe if you're watching for different reasons, maybe not as much into it, but it's kind of quirky. It's fun. It's nice to give stuff away to people. I, I think the only thing bad I could say about them is sometimes it's, it's great to be generous, but it's kind of weird when you're too generous. And hopefully no one gets the wrong idea when he's giving away too much money. But, hey, you need to be more generous than we are, and he's a good example of what they do. Um, yeah, so they get through the – it was kind of fun watching them get through the 1,000 trips. They start early in the morning. They ended up late at night. I think the Hardy's employees were confused at first, but uh, they seemed to be good sports. They kind of got into the, flare, the flow of everything and ended up – uh, they had like a little bit of a, um, what do you call it, like a race tape that they kind of drove through to signify. Right, right, yeah. After their thousandth drive through, the drive through. <laughs> <laughs> I would see. What would you guys rate it? We were kind of joking around by like what what you would rate movie wise for Good Mythical Morning. I don't hear any swear words or anything. I mean, I think it's something you could show your kids. I've I've had Mr. Beast some for my nine-year-old, and I, I wasn't horrified by anything. You think it's family yeah. friendly? I'd, I'd at least based on this sample, it's it's you know, again more kind of silly, goofy fun that doesn't seem yeah. to yeah seem to doesn't doesn't hit any alarm bells for me. But yeah. again, when you've got as much content as some of these you know creators have have thrown onto YouTube, I maybe there's something out there that could be questionable, but. Based on this, I mean, yeah, why wouldn't you let your kids watch this? What's the worst thing? I mean, I think we're, we're pretty complimentary of this. Craig, what's the worst thing you think about uh, Mr. Beast type of deal? Well, I mean, obviously, you know, they're putting a lot of maybe, I, I don't know if you'd call it unnecessary stress on the workers at Hardee's because they'd be serving any anyway. But, you know, at, at times maybe they had to, like, you know, address what the what they were doing whether it be on a lawnmower or the bike or you know things like that where maybe it, it kind of takes away from the other people trying to get their food and move about their day but I, it's hard to really it's nitpicking at best yeah right because these guys are fun yeah. they they give back um you know obviously they could have said hey you know we got an advance order we want to order a thousand burgers because we're going to donate them around town or whatever. And it would have been less gimmicky, but it also would have served the same kind of purpose, if you will. Um, but then again, you know, what they did was kind of fun. You'll probably never forget what they did and, and some of the things that stood out, you know, whether they're riding a lawnmower and then mowing part of the lawn. Uh, <laughs> right, that was a partial good Partial payment for their biscuit. Right. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I, it's hard to it's hard to say anything really negative about this. It's just a fun video. 
I'm sure the Hardys people were kind of like, okay, it's a little bit annoying at times, but you know, you guys are paying customers and we're going to treat you as such, whether you're on a lawnmower, bicycle, or a limo or whatever it may be. So, you know, right. hard to, it's, it's really nitpicky to say anything negative about what they were doing. I'm really starting to hate talking about politics with Craig. Can I break our political rule? Because you're covering stuff in Tennessee <laughs> well, for a second. Um, um, sure. You no, know, first, we're not going to mention any names. But okay. the, the the worst thing I've seen at the restaurants was there's a politician in Ohio. And the name, I, I, I don't even remember the name. I, I'm trying to avoid it. But he had a tweet from a restaurant where he's very anti-COVID vax. And he's like, hey, I'm here with whoever the girl was at the restaurant. And, and they're like, you know, we don't like COVID vax. And she's actually sick today, but she came to work like a good worker. And they almost had to shut the restaurant down because, first of all, you know, if you're working at a newspaper or a restaurant or whatever, you don't want to say you're sick, even if you are vaccinated. You know, it's not good to come to work sick anymore. That's what we're going to learn from COVID. Right, yep. But secondly, especially when you're on food, you don't say, hey, she's sick when she's still working. So, hey, I would take what Mr. Beast did a billion times over uh, strange politicians who try and make comments and almost shut restaurants down. So, <laughs> I didn't like the way Craig did it. That was all right. I hope not. I mean, I'm not really familiar with who you're talking about, but uh, I, I think it's yeah, one of the guys I know and I'm telling. I'm kidding. <laughs> well, I guess Ohio really isn't my my coverage area anymore. So maybe I've been out of the loop too much on <laughs> politicians and food. Well, we used to talk about politicians. We talked about this guy a lot, and, okay. and something we've talked before. I, I literally don't know the name. I don't want to share it anyway because we're, we're not harping on politics as much as we used to, which is good. I like that. So, all right. So yeah, that's Mr. Beast. Uh, let's talk about next week. Um, Oh, it's been a week, guys. I I deleted our last show by mistake, and I didn't put out an online poll. So the vote's going to come down to you two. So Uh-oh. here's our selections. Let's go over the ones we've talked about before. Uh, look who's back. Hitler movie. It's from Netflix. It's an hour and 50-minute investment. Kind of interesting. It's in German, English subtitles. So I wouldn't recommend that to be a, you know, Watch while you work, unless you know German. I mean, you have to look up at the words and everything. Um, we got the crazy travel video. The guy went to Columbia. Uh, he broke every rule that you should when you're traveling in foreign countries. Kind of humorous. Uh, very interesting. Uh, we got the NFL score Gami. Um, Secret Base, I believe, did that. I didn't like researching a bunch of stuff. Kind of interesting. All the weird scores you get in the NFL. And the last one, and I just threw this together because the other day I talked to Megan Henry off of a Columbus Dispatch, and Megan likes to talk about her stories, but she likes to talk about random stuff. And she's like, Chris, we got to talk about Taylor Swift. She's a big Taylor Swifty. So we have a podcast up where she shares about how much she loves Taylor Swift. And please, Taylor, retweet that because there's a lot of love for you on that podcast. <laughs> Megan, likes her, Megan likes her some Taylor Swift. I'll just leave it at that. But it was interesting. Um, Taylor Swift was on Saturday Night Live the other night. They let her do a 10-minute song, which I don't know if you're a big Saturday Night Live fan or not. On TV, they don't let you do 10 minutes of anything. 
Right. I mean, you'd say, cut that bad boy down. And yeah. either Lauren Michaels couldn't think of anything else to put on the show that week, or Lauren loves him some Taylor Swift because giving her a 10 minute segment yeah. to sing anything was amazing. Well, Megan and I got into a huge talk about Jake Gyllenhaal because, uh, you know, Taylor had a bad breakup with Jake Gyllenhaal. And I noticed the music video for All Too Well was a video she produced about Jake Gyllenhaal. So, I would propose we watch that video and analyze the music video and why Taylor Swift likes writing songs about breakups. Megan would tell me during the podcast, and listen to it, we had fun talking back and forth. Um, Megan said something to the effect of, I want her to have a great marriage, like her to find this her husband. I'm like, her music career is going to be over. What are you going to sing about? That's what I'm saying, man. There's no way. Well, she did, she did write a song... Um, I don't. I. I mean, I, I like Taylor Swift's music, and I can't recall what album it was. But there was a song a few years ago that she wrote about her at that time new boyfriend, that Joe Alwyn, the uh, act, the British actor. Um, you know, I don't remember that song being terrible or anything like that. So maybe, uh, maybe she can find love and and not uh, have to go through the torment of a breakup to to write great music. Perhaps. Okay. Well, she gets married, and who knows? Maybe the marriage won't last forever. But okay, she gets married. She's got one great love album. I mean, of you know, she's talking about the relationship, the marriage, the honeymoon. Yeah. I mean, and it's one sappy great album. But I mean, she can't be doing fifteen more albums about the same relationship. Well, maybe <laughs> she might write a song about you know, like if if her future husband were to leave the toilet seat up or something, and that inspires. Yeah. Um, hate, you know, a hate song or something, maybe to the level of her music about Jake Gyllenhaal or, or John Mayer. You know, maybe maybe leaving the toilet up or using the toothbrush or something, or like I getting scraping, the wrong stuff at the grocery store or something, or yeah. not scraping the lasagna pan and letting and all that cheese gets stuck. There you go. I mean, there's some opportunity maybe for her to really pour it out even more <laughs> after she gets married. Well, in, in my time spent in the PR world. It, it teaches you. It says, "Hey, you know, no news, no bad news is bad." Well, there's a better way of saying that, but you know, don't be afraid of bad news. If the media writes bad news about you, hey, your name's out there. It's okay. Any publicity but, is good publicity. Yeah, yeah. I, I made the argument with Megan saying, "Okay, you know, no matter what icky stuff Taylor's singing about you, hey, your name's out there." I haven't seen that many Jake Gyllenhaal movies recently, but then we also thought about Dave Coulier. You know, the old. Oh yeah, Lannis Morse. Cool house. Yeah, yeah and I haven't seen anything from Dave Coulier. <laughs> it's well, like, he's not exactly on the Jake Gyllenhaal level, though. Either. Right, I mean, right. <laughs> but I mean, being and he wasn't particularly mentioned. I think Morset mentioned that offhand in an interview. Yeah, and probably one of the most shocking news I've seen in the last twenty years. Yeah, because if you had to guess who that guy was, Joe, you, you weren't thinking Dave Coulier, right? No. <laughs> only, if you knew, only if you knew beforehand, you wouldn't be able to guess it based on. No, on you would not like pull that. that. You would not pull that name out of the hat. No, no. Well, I have to say, I mean, this is a pretty compelling list, but I really wouldn't mind casting my vote already for the Taylor Swift video. Because okay. I've got lots to say about Taylor Swift and the Jake Gyllenhaal stuff. Um. I, I would I would like to cast my vote for that. 
and maybe two. Well, well, let's let Joe make his vote first because sure. we haven't decided. I know we kind of propped up Taylor a little bit. <laughs> Joe, what are your thoughts? I mean, usually we have this online vi- poll again. Bad, busy week at work. Dwayne Haskins had me all flustered this week. So. <laughs> you and a couple other people. So. Yeah. Uh, well, I as much as again, I sooner or later you're going to get to break a tie, Chris. Uh, but no, I, I am uh, the, the. It's not his most recent movie, but I did recently watch um, Mr. Gyllenhaal as Mysterio mm-hmm. in Spider-Man: Far From Home. Okay. So he's he's still making the flicks, of course. Yeah. Uh, he's done stuff since then too. But uh, yeah, I, I mean, let's do it. I am I am I'm not a, I'm, I'm not a Taylor Swift fan, but I'm not not a Taylor Swift fan. You know what I mean? It's just not yeah. not generally in my wheelhouse. But clearly, the lady can write a song. Yeah. You know, uh, she commands at least. I think she's got four, four or five fans. It's four or five. She's got like a, a, a couple of fans, I know. Oh, time uh, they got once, once you've got fans that have a nickname, yeah, yeah I mean, you're you're good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking maybe, and, and let me reach out to her. I'm not sure what her schedule looks like, but maybe we can even see, maybe Megan can make an appearance. I mean, us three are the, are the main people on that, but maybe Megan kind of can kind of correct us because no matter how much research we do over next week, yeah, and I, it was interesting. Megan's nice. Megan's not gonna bite your head off. She's a very nice person, uh, but yeah, she's a couple strong comments about Taylor Swift, and I, I like she admitted that she was less likely to watch a Jake Gyllenhaal movie now. Like she's not banning Jake Gyllenhaal, but she was talking about if you know you're choosing a video, one had Jake in it, one had somebody else, and somebody else might get the upper hand. So yeah, let me see if we can. Uh, yeah, we definitely need to talk Taylor Swift. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'll yeah. call her. I'll call her. She did say that you know, in her Good Morning America interview or whatever it was, that she she loves Nashville. So, Joe, why don't you bump into her down on Broadway or something? Right. Sure thing. I'll get, I'll get right on that. I'm sure she just walked down Broadway with all the massive humanity that's always down there every yeah. single day. There's, yeah, there's no way that any of the bachelorette parties would have cost her and yeah, keep her from, right. that would not happen at all. Hey, come no up. Maybe she could do the uh, the bike tour or the bike thing where they pump the bike <laughs> and they have to get the beverages and they drive around town. So maybe she could do that one day with someone. That's Does she live in right. She lives somewhere in Nashville? Uh, yes, but not my neighborhood. Shockingly okay, yeah, enough. The, shockingly <laughs> enough Right. right, the probably the, the biggest house in Nashville or whatever. So, probably lives in like Brentwood or Franklin or you know somewhere, somewhere far from humans, I would guess. <laughs> yep. <laughs> hey, um, let's do a couple quick promos. Um, Cash App, new sponsor of ours. Um, by the time this will appear, um, there'll be a link. Uh, Cash App, it's like PayPal. It's like uh, Venmo. But you can do much more about that. Um, I got Cash App. Uh, I actually invest a little bit in Bitcoin. (laughs) And I underlined a little bit. I didn't have money to... How are you doing on that, by the way? How is your uh, Bitcoin investment? I put 20 bucks in. I got my phone here. I can... I think last time you were up like a dollar, right? So it's... it's Yes. Well, hang hang on a second. Let's... 
Pretty There's not there a, a sponsor of ours. We, we got. Uh oh. <laughs> oh, I'm down a little bit. Oh no. Uh, I'm now down to twenty thirty three. So. Um, well, you're still kind of up. So okay. Well, in they they charge you for a transaction. It's like fifteen cents. So, oh, if, so I, if I do a sell off right now, and you know twenty bucks in Bitcoin, if I sell twenty bucks in Bitcoin, the price is going to go way down. Everyone's going to be like, oh, it's a sell market. Yeah, it'll be a huge USA Today story. I mean, they'll be like, oh man, no, I mean twenty bucks means nothing to Bitcoin. But no, it was, yes, I'm about at the even level, and my wife tells me you got to keep it in for. Months and everything. Well, you have to now, yeah. I don't know. So, uh, yeah, okay. So maybe you don't invest in Bitcoin. Yeah, I'm trying to do an ad for Cash App. I'm ripping Bitcoin. Um, you can buy other stocks, and if you're a journalist like us that doesn't make tons of money, you can buy a dollar in stock. You don't always have to buy uh, full things of stocks. So check out, uh, check Chase Bank out. You know the information we've talked about a million times. Also, uh, Ashley Home Store. Uh, check those guys out too. Um, Craig, I talked to Laura earlier this week or tonight about Frazier. Um, we talked about the latest Frazier, where, um, you know, they got an argument. That's what I remember. I'm sorry. It's yeah. um, and then Craig and I, we did some pop culture segments. We talked about everything from uh, Mark Morgan. Burton, Paul Rudd. Yeah, yeah, LeVar Burton, Paul Rudd, and uh, New Network. We have no idea what the heck it is. Yeah. Octi, Joe, it was destroying USA Today. It's kind of like a, a enhanced TikTok. It makes no sense at all. And then Joe, um, Craig is a big fan of the Detroit Lions. I'm a big fan of the Steelers. We are not a football podcast, but we figured we had to break down that game. And what a horrible piece of football <laughs> game it was. Well, I'm not sure. I'll watch a football game every day. Never show anybody that game if you want to introduce them to football. Let's put yeah, it jeez. Yeah, it's sucked. And then later today, um, check out Beyond the Steel Curtain. Uh, we got podcasts on there. Uh, we're going to rip Los Angeles to shreds for good reason. I mean, if you're a celebrity or if you want to get into acting, go to L.A. If you're not a celebrity going to acting, why the heck are you out there? And <laughs> I say the same thing about the San Diego Chargers. Well, you got to fill in the rest of the world, Chris. You know, you can't just have everybody live in uh, New no. York or Iowa, you know. Right. you got to fill like, in the West Coast a little bit, too. San Diego's the, the best weather town in the whole history of the world. Why, as a football team, do you leave San Diego to go to L.A.? I know the answer. They built that stadium where it's Buku Bucks and they didn't get to out San Diego. Yeah. But, my goodness. I mean, I'd be like Philip Rivers. When they moved, he lived in San Diego. He just drove up every day. Because yeah. why would you want to stay there? It's a smog infested, awful place to live. So we'll talk a little bit more about that. Um, having a huge McDonald's segment. Um, tomorrow morning at this time, I'll be my belly will be filled with egg muffins. So we'll talk about that and what Mariah Carey wants you to order for her Happy Meal. <laughs> I, I don't make any fat jokes because I'm, I'm a big guy myself, but well, <laughs> does anybody care about that stuff? Like, why do people care who celebrity? Like, I saw that uh, Megan the Stallion has like a Popeyes chicken thing. Like, who cares? Like, do you go there and be like, oh, I can't wait to? Because Mariah Carey or some celebrity or athlete has probably never ate McDonald's in their life. Or hasn't eaten it in like 25 years. Right, and you're right. telling me 
like if Jennifer Lopez or somebody comes out with a McDonald's or a Burger King meal, I'm going to call the bluff because I don't think J-Lo eats yeah. McDonald's or Burger King. Come on. Right. Does, but does anybody care about that? Like, are you going to be like, I got to go to McDonald's because Chance the Rapper has, you know, chicken nugget, chicken nuggets with like Big Mac sauce on it or something? Well, and let's be honest. And I don't want to call Mariah Carey fat because that, that's rude. But if Chris Pugh had his big meal deal, if you could order a Chris Pugh meal, you're probably not ordering a salad. It's not going to be like, oh, order the Chris Pugh. It's a light right. salad. No, it's going to be like three Big Macs, 10 Egg McMuffins. You know, that, that's a Chris Pugh meal. So uh, I I haven't read the story yet, to be honest with you. But if, if, if Mariah Carey is doing, oh, a cup of water and one chicken nugget, yeah, that's the biggest piece of boy. Uh, Boas, I'll put it that way. Almost said something I don't normally say. Ooh, shocking! But no, it, it would be crazy. So, yeah, yeah. I almost said a good mythical morning there, Joe. We had a pretty G-rated podcast. And I was almost, <laughs> I, I almost looked at PG thirteen word. It. Yeah, oh, geez. <laughs> it's over my carriage food choices. So, yeah, crazy. Maybe that should be the um, thing we have for every guest we have from here on out, Craig. What's, what would your, your go-to meal? meal? Yeah, yeah. Or if we did a McDonald's meal on you, what would be that meal? Right. Yeah. What, what, what's the what's the uh, yeah? What's the what's your if you had a specific combo and they're yeah. marketing it, you know? Or if they do something unique, because all these meals have like you know they put fries on the burger or they put Big Mac sauce on like a breakfast sandwich kind of stuff, like the unique. What are these people like? What I don't know what Mariah Carey has, but you know, yeah, we should do that from here on out. Anybody that appears on on this list, you're on our show, yeah, um, needs to answer that question before. Yeah, what's your combo? Yeah, somehow that might be a rude question to ask a woman because if you're honest, you're not saying, "Oh, I just get a salad." You're like, "Oh, I got three Big Macs or something." People got to eat. Well, it's almost like asking a woman, you know, how, how, what are you weigh there? You know, like, what's going on there? You know, I don't know. Well, well you know, maybe you, you frame it as, like, when you're starving, hungry, you haven't eaten in a while, and you're going to say, I'm pigging out on this. What are you pigging out on? Yeah. Hey, I'm looking at the clock, and we're running over. Um, let's uh, – Craig, um, you're working with Clarksville now. What yeah. story should we read in the Clarksville paper? Even if we're not from there, we got to support Craig. So what story yeah. should we read? Well, uh, just at a, a profile on a lady that uh, has local Clarksville. She uh, has a Facebook and a website that she kind of goes around the city and promotes all the hundreds and hundreds of local businesses and restaurants that are in that uh, nice city. And uh, good story there. Working on some other things for Thanksgiving with early deadlines. And then also uh, – uh, some sports stuff as well, a sports profile uh, enterprise story. So I'm very excited about we working on that here in the next couple of weeks. So a lot of good stuff. Always read the Leaf Chronicle and you'll see some of my stuff in there. And we've got some other terrific reporters as well. So definitely uh, check that out. If you follow Craig on Twitter, the link's coming in the description. I mean, you'll keep up with everything from Craig. And uh, Joe, you're optimizing a lot of stories today. Um, sadly, anything not Dwayne Haskins didn't do super well, but there's something that you read that you liked in Ohio stuff today. Hey, one story you want to promote? Uh, well, actually, what I am 
found I read one of the stories that I worked. I can't. I think it was yesterday, maybe. Mm -hmm. But it was an interesting, and it was one of the interesting functions of our job is is when when we're getting a story ready, when we're optimizing it, trying to get more eyes on it, get in front of more readers. You know, we add links, we throw things in there that to add depth to the to the coverage, right? And one of the stories was for the Cincinnati Inquirer, and it was about, hey, don't worry about cooking Thanksgiving dinner. You can patronize these restaurants for yeah. delivery, have these, you know, they, they offer pickup or, or meals for delivery, and it saves you the hassle and it helps businesses that are still having trouble because of COVID, right? And so working on that story, I went back and read a couple of other stories like, okay, so where were they at this point last year? How were they leading into Thanksgiving last year? And then there was a really interesting story, not necessarily a serious story, but like after Thanksgiving in early December, um, it was like, yeah, we're still kind of struggling, you know? So it made me think, and of course, kind of at the end of this uh, that's episode that's been about food, uh, it made me realize, wow, you know, th there are a lot of, of restaurant owners out there who have really busted their butts over the past year and a half, two years. And when we think of businesses trying to stay afloat, these are also businesses that are staying afloat and feeding people. Right. Something that's near and dear to my heart, not just because I love food, but because I'm, I'm one of those people. If you fix food for people or you feed people, you're you're doing wonderful work. You know what I mean? Whether whether it's whether it's cheap or you're giving it away, or whether it's a really expensive, you know, whatever. Um, so it kind of made me reflect on that a little bit, and I was thinking, yeah, you know what? I think I'm I think I'm going to do that here locally in Nashville. I'm going to find some of the restaurants, some of our favorite places that we've not been to in a while, and 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 go back to them. But uh, that would I guess that's my shout out. Hey, support your local. I support local journalism, but support your local restaurants too. If you got a favorite eatery. You know, throw them some bucks, and hey, the idea from the Inquirer story is not bad. You know, if you don't have Thanksgiving dinner plans yet, call up your local restaurant, see if they've got any any of their package deals left, and and uh, you know, try something different for for yeah. Turkey Day this year. Great idea, and check out the new restaurants. I mean, this Mr. Beast thing. Absolutely. Who knows? Uh, I got to teach my fourteen year old. Um, we're in the process of adopting. If I, I can't say too much about, but I think I could say that. He doesn't like sandwiches, which, if you think about it, really cuts down what you can make for him and take him out to do. So I've had some discussions with him recently going, dude, he is a sandwich. I can take him more places. So. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I don't think I can take him to Mr. Beach just based on the fact that kid doesn't like sandwiches. Mm -hmm. And he's not verbal, so he gives me his big thumbs down when I say sandwich. I'm like, dude, be cool. But I got my quirks. It's all good. All right. Um, yeah, support local journalism. I guess that's the theme of tonight. Um, yeah, a lot of questions. You get serious just for a second. Uh, Kyle Rittenhouse, um, I, I guess the trial is still ongoing, the deliberations. Deliberations. Oh, still deliberating. Out there. Um, Joe does some Google Trends reports, and at the, there's a lot of places in Northern Ohio, like, well, what did he do wrong? And I, we're not making any – general comments on if he's guilty or not. We'll let the courts decide that. But if you don't know those questions, I'm not shaming anybody. You got to find the answers. And sure. trust your local journalist. 
believe me, um, you know, I'm going to get paid the same if he's found guilty or innocent. But we're putting out journalism to try to answer those questions. Yeah, check your local um, site in USA Today for that as well. All right. Well, hey, um, apologize to Mrs. Castle and the kids, Joe, but we'll let you go so we can um, enjoy that. Uh, well, you can enjoy your burrito night. or Burrito night. And they're or, good, too. Or Mr. Pete's so. night, if you can get out there quick enough. No, no. That, I'm, I'm holding that for the weekend, I think. <laughs> All I've, right. I've willpower. Something to look forward to. Yeah. There big you go. cheesy burritos instead of big cheesy burgers. What's the difference? Hey, burritos <laughs> good choice. I, I gotta go, go upstairs and see what the what my family. Well, usually by the time they've eaten, so it's using the fridge. I gotta heat it up, but it'll be good. So, all right. Well, hey, for Joe and Craig and me, I'm Chris. Um, thanks for checking out the YouTube show. Have a great night, everybody.